Keep It Basement with the Sweens. Tonight we got a special Keep It Basement with the Sweens show talking about all the caller daddy tea as they say it. Alexander Cooper didn't even know what a freaking podcast was. Well, this is a podcast. Just kidding. Love everyone. But uh, about this episode, top Call Her Daddy fans called the show to discuss the recent Call Her Daddy podcast situation with Alexander Cooper and Sophia Franklin. Basically, the point of this episode is that I wanted to see what the diehard fans thought about this situation. I had questions, and who better to ask than hot Call Her Daddy fans? Ah, man, I fucked up. I should do this one on video. This is all audio calls, but video would have been so much better because these girls are actually pretty cute. I just want to say, Portnoy... I'm doing Caller Daddy and Barstool Sports a favor and a service by providing this valuable real-life content from everyday fans. These people make the show. Without the listeners, there is no show. Okay? Uh, The value in this episode is giving the fans a voice and also to keep you updated with the latest news about the whole podcast debacle. As well as providing value for the male audience because these girls also are given dating advice like how to get laid, what's a small penis, uh, good sexual positions, uh, what they look for in a man. And also for creators because we talk about what makes a popular podcast or how, do you, or how you could get exposure uh, with your content and why Barstool, Barstool Sports is a huge media platform and it helps the success of other shows. And basically, you're going to be like, why the fuck's this guy doing a podcast about Call Our Daddy? Well, one, I do some bro talk and in my uh, podcast and my content on YouTube. You can check it out, Keep It Basement YouTube. I interview porn stars, and they do really well, and other things like that, uh, you know, sex stuff, sex talk. So when they when they talk about a topic, I'm like, okay, these girls are, like, so basic in certain topics they talk about, and, like, they got to explain a little bit. Or sometimes I disagree, so I talk about that sometimes in my podcast. As well, as I'm, I'm actually more... Uh, interested in like questions I was asking these girls you could check it out in this episode and also like how the fuck they made it like did people like Barstool did people like them before Barstool and it just I just want to know more about the content and the exposure and how a podcast really blows up like theirs did Um, salute to them and what they do but yeah pretty much you know we cover just about everything I ask about you know do the fans feel fooled? Are the caller daddy girls uh, scammers in a way because they're playing a part and they have this fake image and they made so much money in a quick amount of time? Uh, who's right? Who's wrong? And so much more. Check this out. Uh, you don't want to miss it. And special guests include one of the girls who actually, her TikTok went viral on Barstool uh, on Dave Portnoy's page. And I don't, I'm not sure about the caller daddy page, but on Portnoy's page, I think. And she gives some advice and she talks about the current news. And these are real fans. So all these fans you know, our listeners to the podcast and they know more than I, and they're kind of like, you know, educating me on what's going on and everything like that. And I think it's good. I think guys could listen to this and get something out of it about, you know, women, women advice and also the latest tea and call our daddy. And I think the girls will like this episode too. And then anyone who's a creator and see like how these fans really, uh, like, you know, the call our daddy show. Some don't love the, the people doing the show. They think they could do it themselves. And I don't think they're wrong in a way. It's just a great premise. It's on a great platform. Uh, cause Barstool's huge. And it's like these girls, not to be a hater or anything, weren't very successful or huge beforehand. And I, I just saw a video and Alexandra pretty much claims that. She said she was unemployed before Barstool Sports and Portnoy slid in her DMs, probably trying to creep her. Let's be real here because she's hot. I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, fuck it. But yeah, so we got a couple callers. Chain Lang, possible future Barstool employee who went viral in a TikTok video. So here it is. Check this episode out. Keep it basement with the Sweens. At keep it basement with the Sweens. At the Sweens. Holler at me, baby. What it do, baby? Okay. Thank you. Hello? Hey. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> Nothing, what's up? And then I saw your video. I was like, oh, I'm going to give her a DM. That was funny. 
That's so funny. Yeah, this is seriously so crazy. <laughs> so ex- explain what happened. Um, you, you're a big fan of Color Daddy, I'm assuming, and you saw that video on what I like Portnoy talking about all that stuff, and you just decided to make a TikTok, and it went viral. Yeah, I just really, I like, I love Call Her Daddy. Obviously, it sucks what's going on with them, and I wish they could figure it out. But I've just been a fan of Dave for so long. I think he's like the funniest person I've ever seen. And I've just been following him forever. And that video seriously made me like die laughing. And I watch it probably like every day, just like laugh about it. And then I was just bored. You know, we're in quarantine. I had nothing to do. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a TikTok. Nobody really like made a TikTok with that sound. I saw it was like 25 people yesterday only did like did a video with it. So I was like, this is like a good chance for him to see it if not a lot of people did it. And then I posted it to my Instagram story and a lot of my friends sent it to him and then it just blew up. And like I woke up this morning to like 20 missed calls from my sister and um, a bunch of texts from her being like, yo, you need to wake up now. Like he posted it, he posted it. So it's, it was just crazy. That's hilarious. <clears throat> there's a, there's a lot of comedians who, uh, you know, try to go viral or try to get exposure because they, you know, do stand up comedy and it's tough out here now, especially during this quarantine. Is it something you look for? Like, you're like, all right, I'm going to try to go viral today. And you saw there's only 25 people made that video. Like, how does that work? Like, how does, if someone was listening, how to gain exposure, uh, through certain things, I think you hit it on the nail. Like, I think you did it right because it's like brilliant the way you did it because it was creative first off and it was something popular that was like gaining a lot of buzz. So I think that's the way to go, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I really wasn't planning on it to go viral. Like, I I went to sleep last night being like, if he sees it, if he sees it, if he doesn't, he doesn't. Like, I feel like it's just like, it happens by chance and like people just get lucky. Like, I feel Mm. like it's just like you have to do something that, like you like, you know, and like I liked, I like Barstool, I like Call Her Daddy, and like it's just gaining so much attention right now. So I feel like that kind of helped it too. Yeah, that's funny you said that because like when I do stuff, if I'm not passionate about it, it's not as good. But if it, if I'm passionate about the topic, it will go far and it will like you know it, it get exposure on it. Also, it's just more fun. So you definitely do have to like what you're doing when you do stuff like that, even if it is a TikTok video. But uh, when when I first saw it, I was like, I thought you were part of Call Her Daddy because it was like you have that, not to like be rude or anything, you have the image like you definitely seem like you're like a Call Her Daddy fan and are part of Barstool already in a way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I wish like that people keep writing like hire her, hire her. And I was like, oh, my God, like that would be a dream come true. Yeah, I thought you were <laughs> a part of it. Do you do podcasting at all or anything or are you just mainly like mainly TikTok stuff? I like really don't even do anything on TikTok like that like was the first video that got like so much attention like I only post probably like 40 videos on TikTok and like I get like at most like 20 likes on any video I post Mm. which was so weird but like I've always been like a fan of like doing podcasts and like I was just like just try to figure out something but I feel like you have to have like a certain niche and like have like Mm. a certain thing that you want to do but I just like haven't came across that thing that I want to do but I've always wanted to start a podcast like I've edited a podcast before for like a college class so I know how to make one and edit one how old are you 24 oh nice (laughs) yeah because it's like it's funny because like I have a joke now where it's like I do podcasting and radio and all that and comedy and I'm like I might as well just hire or get two girls that I think are like gorgeous and like good at talking and just do a podcast and they'd be more successful than a lot of these podcasts. It really is because 
you get guy fans based off your looks, but then the girls will like you because you're good looking as well. But at, at the same time, they like the topics you talk about if it's like sex related or relatable. And I think that, that's why Caller Daddy hits, wouldn't you agree? Oh, hell yeah. Like I, I followed um, Alex and Sophia because I was like, these girls are so pretty. Like I love them. And then I also felt like, um, like me and Alex just like had something like in common because like I saw she played soccer for Boston, I think. Mm-hmm. And, um, I used to play soccer. I played soccer for 16 years. So I was like, I feel like me and her like would be like good friends if I ever met her. (laughs) And then it's weird because people even who hate them listen to the podcast. I know people who can't send their voices or think they're always wrong, but they still tune in. And it's like even people when you have haters, they'll listen to this shit. It's so funny to me. Yeah, people love to hate. Like, I looked at the comments on the video that Dave posted of me, and, like, I was just sitting there, like, I wasn't even getting offended. Like, I was just laughing about it because, like, people just love to hate, and, like, you don't, they don't have anything better to do if, like, they're going to sit there and, like, try to rip someone apart for doing something funny or just having fun. Like, the Alex and Sophia just started it for fun, and look at where it got them. And, like, I did that video just for fun, and it's blowing up and it's just crazy. <laughs> Can you explain to the people how Alexander Cooper and Sophia Franklin actually made it? Like, were you a fan? I don't think many were right before they were on Barstool. Like, did you hear about them before Barstool or did Barstool give them that platform to actually expand and get bigger? Um, I heard of them through Barstool. So I think that, like Barstool series helped them gain mm-hmm. so much attention. And I just think it's crazy that they would ever want to leave because they seriously just helped them blow up so much, yeah. which is like so crazy. And Barstool's a perfect platform for exactly. that. Exactly. It's like we're both from Jersey, I, I think, I believe. So it's like say we're yep. doing a podcast <laughs> say if you're doing a podcast in New Jersey, we get no exposure, even if like you were pretty, you were talking about sex content, like it would definitely help and work. But once you hit like a network like Barstool, it's like in a way, come on, call our daddy people like Alexander and Sophia, they definitely cre- help create you and expand your career. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. <laughs> seriously. It's interesting. Now, the funniest thing is, though, how do you feel about this? Because they prom- – I'm not a huge fan of the podcast, I'll admit, but I listen to some episodes and I always think, like, sometimes they're right, sometimes they're wrong. Um, but they, it feels like they stood for, like – everything they stood for, they went against in a way. It feels like they sold out. They wanted more money, right? Then they talk about this lifestyle of being broke and, like, getting rich guys and stuff like that, and they were playing a part. And then they had problems over a guy. Isn't that funny? Yeah, I think I well, I I think like maybe it was like Sophia that really went against everything that they tried to teach us. But um, yeah, I was like under the impression that they made absolutely no money and like weren't <laughs> able to afford rent. But like now it's just like it's mind blowing to me to like actually find out how much they make. For- yeah, when he said they made 500K each and I don't even know if that's including merch and like alcohol, whatever the hell they sell. And I thought that was interesting because I guess they, what happened was. They were a, like a product of their own success. I think they blew up so quickly and then they wanted more money because they realized their value in a way. But I think when Portnoy said how much they made, I think there was actually some fans who were in shock because they liked that broker mentality and uh, like, you know, stuff like that. Like they thought like they were one of them, like just recently graduating college and like student loans, not making a lot of money. And next thing you know, they're making half a million dollars for pod- podcasting like within a year. It's crazy. Yeah, that's that was like mind blowing to me. My jaw dropped when I heard that. I was like, "Holy shit! What the hell?" In a way, it's inspiring because they made it so quickly and made a great living on it. But at the same time, did you feel duped in a way? Because I feel like the diehard fans were like fooled by these girls, like because of the broke image and having no money. Or is it not even a huge issue? Um, I mean, I feel like like a lot of fans probably feel betrayed like i know like my sister was like i kind of feel betrayed because like she's like bought like their merch like bought the free the father shirt and then like 
she comes to find that like the free the father shirt was so that they could get paid while they're not making their content and like that's kind of messed up yeah but, it's like all I the girls whatever all the, they want to do yeah all the girls all the listeners are peasants and they're like queens making all this money yeah <laughs> and w- i don't know if you like like i know you get wild comments now because of it but like did anyone from barstool reach out to you or like anything go on for that right now you pr- probably will blow up even more on the internet I hope that someone from Barstool contacts me. I mean, I saw like the um, post that Dave made that he was looking for new employees and I, you know, made that video and then my sister was like, you should send that like as your application. So I sent them like that. I sent him my resume, um, like the podcast example I made for a class to prove that like I'm capable of doing a podcast and just kind of like shot, shot some ideas around. Um, But that's really about it, but I didn't hear anything from anybody, but hopefully I do. Um, if not, like, it'd be cool if I could even just, like, go on a tour of the Barstool office. Like, that would be yeah. freaking cool to me, too. But hearing a no from them would even mean so much to me. Like, yeah. I would take a no and be like, thank thank the Lord somebody answered me. Like, it's yeah. crazy. They probably get hit with so many emails, too. Same time, I feel like, like, say if you were doing that, it'd be tough because you don't want to be a replica. Like, well, they would think because you're a Colorado fan, it's like you don't want to be a replica of Sophie and Alexander and do the same exact shit. But at the same time, what they did, they didn't reinvent the wheel. That was another topic we talked about on the uh, show. Uh, girls were saying, like, the advice they give is so basic, like, anyone could understand this. I mean, granted, they have some funny topics like the Glock Glock 9000 or whatever and talking about giving <laughs> yeah. blowjobs. But, like, at the end of the day, literally the advice they give it seemed so basic and anyone could talk about that, you know, is am I wrong or no? No, you're definitely not wrong. Like, I feel like it's just, I feel like people are scared to kind of put that advice out there because Mm. they weren't like, you know, it's like if I went on my Instagram and started giving people advice like that, like people might look at me the wrong way or exactly. And like your career, corporate career, like I think Sophia was in like finance. So it's probably like tough to transition from that. than like tell people, Hey, I'm doing a podcast about sex and like, oh, you're never getting a job ever again. And then next thing you know, they blow up and make more than the normal job. Yeah, and I feel like that's just definitely, like, a big issue for them now because it's, like, how are you going to go from, like, call her daddy to, like, just, like, being, like, I mean, they're not going to be normal people, but, like, like, you're not going to find another job. And, like, I mean, they might, but, like, things that people are scared to say and they don't want to be like judged for it and kudos to them for not being scared to say those things to thousands of people good point it's like you would say it with all your girls in private but public it's a different thing like talking about like your ex-boyfriends and stuff and what they do yeah because that that literally like their podcast sounds like how me and my girlfriends talk when we're alone and like no guys are around and we would not talk that way if guys were around or like family or just other people listening exactly so it's relatable do you have any updates on the situation like i know sophia recently said something and then someone was telling me like there's a whole nother thing on snapchat alexander does apartment wars and she was saying like suit man was over clogged the sink like a couple weeks ago and then next thing you know they're not friends anymore or do you do you and then people were also thinking it was a setup and it's all fake because uh right now during the uh, quarantine sports isn't in play so barstool struggling they were saying so they needed like news and so this is all just like fake shit to like promote hard i don't know though yeah i don't have really like any idea of what's going on all i really saw was like sophia's video on instagram and then like dave posting his and then i don't even know if alex spoke out about it yet which i really feel like she should but i feel like she's gonna stay quiet for some reason yeah there's like lawyers involved i don't know you know 
Yeah, but then again, it's like if you think of like how like the Kardashians do things, they always make some kind of scandal or like fight happen. And like when a new season's coming out of something, you know, like they always bring up the Taylor Swift fight with Kanye when a new season of the Kardashian show was coming back out. So maybe they're doing things to get more publicity and attention but i don't know it really sounds like there's a fight because like i don't know i wouldn't like just stage a fight with my friends and another thing yeah you're right another thing people were asking if they play a part like is that really them because even them even in their episodes girls have told me that like they'll say like listen guys like we we're giving you this advice but we don't really want you to take some of it so it's like how much is it like entertaining in a way and how much is it is it really them in truth is yeah, I know. Like, um, I know. Like, in some of the episodes, they're they'll you know be what like, I'm saying. Oh, your boyfriend liked another girl's picture. Cheat on him, you know. But like, they say like, just take it with a grain of salt. Like, they're being sarcastic and funny. But like, some of their advice is like good and true to like stay on top of like your relationships and take back like the strong stance over men. I guess. But I would just take their advice in a grain of salt. But I feel like they play a part. But they also like. They, you know, they, they always say, like, they do things for, like, an experiment mm-hmm. so that they can tell their viewers their experience. Do you think it's hypocritical, like, Sophia telling you to, like, you know, be the boss and everything, and then she listens to the suit guy and he fucks everything up? Isn't that, like, the funniest thing at the end of the day? Yeah, that was, like, something I just, I feel like she was going against her brand there. <laughs> Does that make it like fake or is it just a mistake? I guess at the end of the day, because some people are like, ah, so inauthentic. They're talking about like, you know, call her daddy, be the fathers and stuff like that and fuck these like guys and screw them over. And like, she's like listening to this suit who doesn't like Barstool, according to Portnoy. I I believe him. What does he have to lose to lie? You know, like, why would he lie about it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think they would lie about it, but I just, I don't know. I feel like Sophia just really fucked it up for herself with that. Because, like, she lost her best friend. I mean, maybe she lost her best friend out of it. Yeah. And almost her career, I mean, it doesn't really sound like she's getting her job back at Call Her Daddy. So. Would you listen if they did a, say, the whole time they had a fight, right, and it was all, like, fake publicity? Who knows if that's true or not? And they were both getting a show. Would you listen to both of them, or would you just listen to Alexandra? It seemed, Alexandra, it seems like everyone likes uh, Cooper better. Yeah, I know a lot of people, like, a lot of my friends and, like, my sister, she said she liked Sophia better, but I've always been, like, Team Alex, um, because I said, like, I just feel like I, like, relate with her, but, um, I don't know, I would probably listen to Alex's show and not Sophia. Yeah, that's wild how that works. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's fine, but, um, when you do these TikToks, why why do they gain so much more exposure than Instagram, like? People make will make a TikTok video, but they don't post it on Instagram or anything. It's like there's people who are like viral famous on TikTok and like on other platforms, they are like just, you know, normal. It's actually funny because that TikTok didn't blow up until Dave posted it. And it blew up more on Instagram than it did on TikTok. That's so funny because I'll like interview a lot of creators and they're like, <clears throat> they get depressed and down when their stuff doesn't blow up. But what they don't realize is like, I think the right person has to see it for in order to really go viral. Definitely. I agree with that. But yeah, I think like I just in the in the caption, I was like, tag Dave. So he sees it. And then like a couple people were like tagging him. My friends were tagging him. And then I noticed that like when you make a TikTok, you can look at the sound and like your video climbs higher and higher with the more likes it gets. And Mm -hmm. it 
got the, like the highest amount of likes out of all the people who made a video with that sound. So then it was like Dave's original video and then mine right next to it. So I think like that could have helped with him seeing it. But like, I know a lot of my friends like sent my, um, cause I posted on my Instagram story. Like yeah, they yeah. would like send it to Barstool. They sent it to call her daddy and like they sent it to uh, Dave I wonder if he looks at it first or people are like, yo, you got to check this out. Put this up. He might be looking, you know, because I know some girls that get followed by him or he follows them, et cetera. Um, yeah, I have some friends that are actually followed by him, which is crazy. But um, I know like one of my friends, like she messaged me and was like, Barstool looked at my message that I sent them of your video. Mm. So that might have been how I got my tiktok up there it's interesting because like when he says the email for like submissions about a show he says he's not going to look at him but someone else is and like who's in charge of that they could be in a bad mood they might not like your taste they might not you know what i mean it's like weird it's like could be some intern could some other dude and it's like it, it seems like it's tough to uh you know get a hold of them or connect with them yeah i don't know it's hopefully somebody sees my my email <laughs> yeah hopefully that'd be cool so like now what are you just going to keep keep creating like when you did that tiktok was that sound already there or did you find that sound and put it on there it was um on dave's tiktok because he had posted the video of him like sitting in his office chair it's so weird how everyone tiktoking i know and like i feel like i'm not like i'm not consistent with tiktok either like i was just bored and made the video was that a cigar or a joint you don't have to answer if it was marijuana but that was funny <laughs> it was um actually a dutch master nothing was like in it just gotcha. like it was like right out of the package that's hilarious and what is the latest news like on this whole thing that you heard recently like and like i didn't I forgot to ask you one out of ten like how big of a fan are you of call her daddy um i would say like 7.58 that's good that's what they all say yeah like i was a consistent listener when they first started and then um when i worked at like a desk job i would sit with my headphones in and listen to them whenever they came out with a new episode but um like as of recently i hadn't really listened to them but then like when quarantine happened i would just like sit around and listen to them it's funny because a lot of times podcasts are down because of the quarantine. They were saying people watch Netflix more and they're not at their desk at work or at the gym or commuting. But that's funny that you still listen. And I don't yeah, know. They I, have like a liquor deal too or something. I don't. I didn't know anything about that. Neither did I. You heard that, right? When they were talking about like liquor and all the money. Yeah, I don't know what their alcohol is. I just know about like the Pink Whitney, but I know that's not affiliated with them. Yeah, that's so interesting. And they didn't they didn't they just started recently. Like they only have 50 something episodes and they kill it. But it, it it's all very interesting and I want to see how it plays out. That's why I was calling Call Our Daddy fans to see and also your uh TikTok went viral, which was funny as shit. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, last question. I was do you have like do you think you any more information on this topic like that you know of uh, recently? No, I just been following their videos and following Dave's little like parody videos that he's been posting and i always just try to keep it updated about it do you think his pizza reviews are more uh entertaining than call our daddy now um i think that they're just both two different things but i love yeah. his pizza reviews um i actually he actually came to my hometown where i live and went to i think maybe two pizza places wait there, i think I, then, know, like, I think i know what you're talking about yeah it was brooklyn square in jackson oh no i thought it was freehold <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, well yeah, like that was another uh, great pizza place, but it was like Federici's and yeah, um, yeah. Federico's or something. Yeah, that's funny. Frankie Feds. Yeah, that's funny. 
it's just crazy how like the exposure of Barstool like helped so much with their shit. And it's like I, they were saying that like I was reading the Reddit comments and stuff. They were talking about like the impractical jokers. Apparently, one guy is like a cuck or something. Like I don't know what the hell that situation is. They were talking about that, but they didn't tell whose name. And then they also talk about a lot of celebrities. Like they were talking about Leonardo DiCaprio. They were talking about Julian Eidelman. Do you think Barstool ever gets shit for that because they're just like kind of like trashing athletes in a way and saying their sex stories? I know they try to hide it sometimes, but like it's obvious who at at some points. Um, I mean, they could get backlash, but. I don't know. It's just like everybody has something to say at the end of the day. My video got backlash. Like everybody's going to get haters. Yeah, definitely. No, I appreciate you uh, coming on um, the podcast and the show. <clears throat> I appreciate you for having me. This is crazy. <laughs> yeah. I usually end it like just asking uh, like advice like for, uh, for dudes who are listening, like how they could get uh, any girl primarily and like what uh, attracts women and turns them on. um i would say just be yourself really though is that really true um yeah i mean i don't like i'm not attracted to somebody who's gonna like be a fraud and be fake you know i I, you know personality is a big thing um be funny (laughs) just charm how how much do looks matter one at a one to ten scale um i think probably like seven maybe mm-hmm. i mean for me seven but i think it's like if you're not funny i'm not gonna like you so fun being funny is definitely a huge part of it so it's like similar to online dating if the pictures are there the guy's cute and then the personality mesh uh, match as well it's, it's good yeah you have to be like a good texter definitely like have a just like a great personality like if somebody is dry and like just like i don't know if they're not funny what do you think the, do you think there's a point of online dating or is it useless at this point like is it worth it um i don't really like online dating i feel like it's co- i mean I, right now i feel like it's great for online dating yeah, because quarantine. that's all we really have yeah. but zoom dates I'm, i was never a big fan of online dating like i feel like i'd just rather meet people the normal way of going out and what about like out there yeah what about like your dms though because i feel like for like girls they'll get like 500 options and they're not, they don't know who to talk to. It's like overload. I talked to all these girls, like not like, I'm not like saying dating wise. I talked to these girls and asked them these questions and they say like, it just saturated. Like there's just so much going on. It's almost like podcasters, like thousands of podcasters, like hundreds of dudes DMing them or hundreds of dudes trying to talk to them. And it's just like, they don't know what to do because they're just talking to so many. And at the end of the day, it's like no real relationships. Do you ever feel that or? Um, I don't, I feel like I barely like, go through my dms of people because i feel like it's like a lot of just like weird people no yeah, offense people to trying like to anybody who's dm'd me but Pe- people um, want like feed pictures what's with that fetish yeah I, that's really gross and weird yeah. i don't understand that <laughs> like how could someone stand out though because i guess now more than ever it's like mandatory pretty much to pick up women socially and guys instead of going to a bar or somewhere and but yeah there's so much like there's just... so much dms you know yeah, I feel like you just have to have, like, a really good opening line, like, be funny, like I said, um, just be interesting, gotcha. and I, I, I hate when people, like, it's like someone will DM you, and then they'll have no pictures, like, yeah, that's how weird. Or private. you are. How about when they friend yeah. you first, and they're private, and you have to add them, and see who they are, and they're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, that's a little weird. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's mainly it. I was just asking all these questions about it. I appreciate your time. Uh Thank you. Thank so, you for having me. <laughs> yeah, no problem. So basically, what you want me to call the Chen Lang, right? Yep. Chen sounds like a rap name, like an Asian rapper. <laughs> no, 
what's so funny? My friends, they uh, just, my last name's not Lang, but they just nicknamed me Lang for some reason. Mm-hmm. And I, because they would call me Chang Lang. So that was just like the nickname. And then that just stuck. And I felt like that was just like a good Instagram persona name to have. So now are you going to start like creating content and stuff or you're just like, that's it, one TikTok and you're done? Or is it like something you're like, oh, fuck it, let's try this? Um, I mean, like, I'll, I'll try it maybe. Um, I used to like do a bunch of modeling when I was younger. So maybe I'll try to like get back into that. But who knows? I'm not going to like be like a clout chaser and just like try to get likes or views because of one yeah, you're crazy right. thing that happened. But it's worth a try. I'm really just praying that like someone from Barstool could reach out to me and like hmm. may, just like even like be like maybe, this, maybe this will help. Barstool. Yeah, but, hopefully. But yeah, that's what you. It's interesting because like I feel that way too. It's like you know you want to do something, you want to talk about something that's popular, but at the same time you don't want to be labeled a cloud chaser. But I think if you have a passion towards it, like you do with Barstool, I mean, it, what what the fuck? It doesn't hurt to give it a try and create something that and it worked for you, you know. But at the same time, yeah. I understand what you're saying. It's like you don't want to be like cloudy and like same with me. I don't want to talk about call our daddy every day or do something about something that's so trendy and not me. But if it's like relates to your brand, I don't see why not, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but shout out Chang Lang. Thank you. If you ever need a manager and you blow up, let me know. I'll uh, quit cr- uh, as a creator and comedian and be your manager and, and blow you up into the next <laughs> caller daddy. Oh, thank you. I'm I seriously it. considering it. I'm just going to start recruiting a bunch of pretty girls who are good at radio and, and media and podcasting and just create an army of women. All right. Well, if you ever need someone, I'm here because I um, I interned at a radio station. I don't know if you've ever heard of 95 Down the Rat, but I interned yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, in Melmar. I was in college. Yep. Yeah, so we'll we'll I link up. I'll follow you. We'll link up. I'm I'm close to you. I got I got a place down in the Jersey Shore and stuff. But uh, yeah, I'm in. Ra- I used to do radio too. But you, as you know, come on, radio is not what it is anymore. It's like there's only Howard Stern, Charlemagne, and a few others. Elvis Duran. It's like you can't really get big in radio now. No. Yeah, I feel like that's dying out because I feel like podcasts are really taking over. That's like a lot of what people listen to. Yeah, because you get to pick what you want to listen to now. It's like in the radio, no one gives a shit about the top ten at ten or whatever, and then you announcing a song and and not being able to talk about anything. You know. Yeah, on the radio, all the songs are really overplayed, too. That's just, like, another thing with me. I always just plug in my phone and listen to, like, the aux yeah. with streaming. my songs that yeah. I have. <laughs> now, yeah, I feel you, like, streaming, uh, Spotify, uh, Apple's Music, yeah. I, that's why I was like, fuck this radio shit. And it's tough now, especially in the quarantine. And you're right, it's all podcasting, it's all brands. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, but thank you again. I appreciate it. No problem. Thank you for having me. <laughs> okay, thank you. Have a good one.